it's the beginning of the year. And as a music teacher, you don't have 18 or 25 or 30 names to remember. You have hundreds of names. I mean, it's a lot. And I feel that too, because I am at a new, I'm at two new schools this year. And I am learning not only all the kiddos names, but all the adults names too. And I don't know, it seems like every year it gets to be a bigger struggle for me to learn names. And I just really, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best, but it's not always going well. So today what I wanted to do is I wanted to give you some classroom tested ideas that are going to help you learn at least 300 names by December. And you may be going, uh, no, that's never happening. But I'm telling you, it's, yes, it's challenging, but it is not impossible. And it is super important to know those kids' names because I'll tell you, like, when I start learning names and I start calling people by name, they're like, oh, Miss Shory, you remembered my name. I mean, they're so excited. And you know yourself that when someone knows your name, when somebody notices you, when somebody acknowledges you, and names are important, we know that names are important, you know, it's it's just really a good feeling. It's a good feeling to be acknowledged and to be known and to be seen. And so your kiddos get really excited about that. And, you know, it, it's just kind of part of what we do as wonderful, loving music teachers. So one of the reasons that we want to make sure that we learn their names is because it makes them feel good. The second reason is because it's going to help you with behavior management. I mean, if you're trying to get somebody's attention and you say, Manny, sit down on your bottom, instead of saying, ah, in the red shirt, oh, what's his name? Oh, man. You know, by that time, you know, all bets are off. They're like, what are you talking to me for? You know, so it's much more effective to call them by name. And, you know, if someone's talking out of turn, if they're out of their seat, the best way to do it is to call them by name. Number three, it builds good classroom culture. This is a subject for another day, but it is truly the single most important thing about teaching. And when your students feel loved and safe, when they feel seen by you, they're going to be able to not only perform well, but they're going to be more excited about being in your class. And they're also going to be in a place where they feel good about sharing and they feel good about just being with you. And that is such a big deal because if your students don't feel seen and they don't feel known, then, you know, it, it's so much harder to reach them. The most important thing, the number one goal for the first month or so of school is learning their names. And we have just talked about why. So you've got hundreds of kids and summer brain You've probably, even if you've taught at the school for a while, I hope that I'm not the only one, at the beginning of the year, 
Half of the names that I remembered in May, I don't remember anymore. So the easiest way to learn their names is by practicing them. So every time you see a student in the hallway or in the cafeteria or in the bus loop, you want to try to call them by name. And if you can't call them by name, then if you have a moment, ask them their name. What you, I like to make it a joke. What's your name? I'm like, well, you know, what What was your name again? Oh, poor Miss Shori. She's always forgetting. You know, I try to make it a big joke. And the other thing I do at the beginning of the year is I tell my students, now I don't do this with pre-K and kindergarten because it's too much talking for them, but with my first graders the last two days, what I've done, and you can do this first grade on, I say to them, friends, I have hundreds of students and so it's going to take me a really long time to learn your name. And by Halloween, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, she's already asked me like 32 times what my name is. And I don't understand why she doesn't know it yet. And then I say to them, I need you to be patient with me because I have so many names to learn. And I, if I ask you your name again, would you do me a favor and just smile at me and say your name to me and be patient with me. And then I go, is that a deal? And I stick up my thumb and I say, thumbs up if that's a deal. And they're like, yeah, that's a deal. I mean, they're, you know, now you've kind of made them feel sorry for you. And they're like, oh, poor Miss Shory. I, I'm going to help her. So because they do get frustrated because they they don't understand. They don't under, they only see you and their class. So they don't understand that you have every kid in the school. Now I'm going to give you some tried and true strategies. And the first one is this. I know it's going to feel like cheating a little bit, but really the best way to learn names is to take the first five minutes of your first class before you even go over the rules and hand out name tags. Now this is not going to work for my littles, but it works really nicely, say third, fourth, and fifth grade. Hand out name tags and have them create a name tag. I have a whole system for doing that and you can check out my blog post and there will be a link to that in the show notes. And you can check out my blog blog, bleh, 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 blog post to find out how to create names, name tags, and like what to put on them and, and, you know, the rules and all that good stuff. But I love to create name tags. And then the other thing is, what is, how do you get them passed out, right? So you can check out my blog post for all of that information. So I love to create the name tags and that gives me a visual because I tend to be kinesthetic, but with names, for some reason, I'm very visual. So that gives me a visual of their name. And then I'm going to try to repeat those names as many times as I can throughout class. Now, the challenge for name tag storage, the, the challenge for name tags is storage. So you can put the whole class's name tags in a Ziploc bag and have a responsible student bring them to class each week. Or one year I put command hooks at the back of my classroom and I labeled them with the teacher's names and then one kid was responsible to go back and get them. So that's another way to do that. Now I've got a whole list of games and the first one I wanna tell you about 
is one that I like to play with my littles and it's called We're Going Downtown and it works like this. I'm going to just sing it for you. We're going downtown. We're going downtown. We're going down to Sunrise Town. We'll take some friends along. We're going downtown. We're going downtown. We're going down to Sunrise Town. We'll take some friends along. So we sing that a bunch of times and we keep the steady beat on different body parts so that they know the song as well because this prevents them from talking as they're in their line. And then I never ever did this before, but starting this week, I have had to because kiddos are different now than they were the last time I had lots and lots of littles. I haven't had lots and lots of littles in many years. So what I do is I tell them we're going to make a little train. We're going to make a, a train with our bodies. And I am the engine and I am the one that is the leader. So that gives them the idea because I had this strangest thing happen yesterday. I had kids. I got about five kids in and you'll understand in a minute why I'm saying this. I got about five kids in and those kids were not following me. They were trying to walk right with me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird and bizarre. That's a whole story for another day. But so <clears throat> what we do is I'll say, Miss Shory took Sammy and I take Sammy by the hand or the pinky or whatever. And um, I say, Sammy, who do you want to take? And Sammy might be like, I want to take Manny. Now, if it's wee littles like my pre-K they don't know each other's names at this time of the year very well. So you could just say, why don't you take him and tap him on the shoulder? Or why don't you take, um, why don't you go over and tap him on the shoulder? So, you know, help them out there. But so Sammy takes, let's say Wilson, and then Wilson takes Tabitha. And now I've got three. So now we're going to walk around and we're going to do a little train. And in my classroom, it's new in there, so I say, okay, while you're walking around, you can look all around the classroom and find things to look, excuse me, and find things to look at while you're walking around the classroom. So now their mouths are busy, their eyes are busy, and this gives them a little something extra to do, although the game is so much fun, they love it. So I'm like, I do my work going downtown, and then I go, Miss Shory took Sammy, Sammy took Wilson, Wilson took Tabitha, and we went down to Sunrise Town, we took some friends along, and then I start over. And now, Tabitha, who are you going to take? And Tabitha takes Kaylee, and Kaylee takes Ariana, and Ariana takes Jose. So now I've got three more. Now I go, Miss Shory took Sammy, Sammy took Wilson, you get the idea, and I go all the way down the line. So they are having fun, they are learning each other's names, and you are learning the names too. And by the end of this game, I kid you not, I know everybody's name because to me, singing helps me remember. Then I'm going to do it, I'm not going to do that same game this week this next week, but I'll do another game like that. So the next game I do is called Say Your Name, and it goes like this. Say your name, clap your name, then we'll do the same. Say your name, clap your name, then we'll do the same. 
And so we sing that a bunch of times and we keep body percussion on different parts of our bodies. And I have them tell me, oh, let's do it on our knees. Where should we do it next? Let's do it on our ankles, whatever. And so we learn the song and then I go around and I say, tell me your name and Ariana, Ariana, tell me your name, Manny, Manny. And I say and clap the name back. So I I do each one, I do four, and then I do say your name, clap your name. I do the, the chorus again, and then I do four more, the chorus again, four more, until I get all the way around the circle. Now, that is what I do for, so there's a, there's a little part in between that I want to tell you because this is what helps me remember, and this is week two's game so that I have time um, to kind of process. And then week two, I kind of remember some of them. So I'll, I'll do my four and then I'll say Manny, Tabitha, Ariana, Rayleigh. And so we'll, I'll clap all four of them and then I'll have them echo back so that they have something to do. And then we go to the next four. Now you can do this in any order you want, but I am telling you it works really, really well. Then the following week, we do the same game because they do not get tired of this game. I mean, you could do this game for like four weeks in a row and you're learning names and then I pass out instruments and they get to say, and I say, say your name, play your name. So now instead of clap your name, they're playing their name. So those are some really good ones for littles. One of my favorite, favorite, favorites is Jump In, Jump Out. And this is a really good game for third through fifth graders. And it goes like this. Jump in, jump out, turn yourself around. Jump in, jump out, introduce yourself. My name is Sally. Yeah, I like to, let me think, what does Sally like to do? I like to sing. Yeah, so I'm going to sing. Yeah, for the rest of my life, for the rest of your life. So the the second part is the class. So if I say, my name's Jeanette, they say, yeah. I like to sing. They say, yeah. So I'm going to sing. They say, yeah, for the rest of my life, for the rest of your life. They say, for the rest of your life. So probably a lot of you have heard of that one. But if you haven't heard of that one, that one is so much fun. And my kiddos love it. And we actually do the jump in, jump out turn yourself around and we do like a kind of a jazzy feel my name is sally yeah i like to ride yeah so i'm gonna ride for the rest of my life yeah okay so that is jump in jump out now i have a lot of really really good name games in my blog um Another one that I like to do is Johnny Plays the Drum Beat. So this is a name game, but also uses some instruments. It's really, really good for littles. Everyone gets to play the steady beat on their drum. Everyone sings and learns each other's name. And if you, I will link to the video that has the instructions. And, or you can just skip to its um, minute two and 30 seconds to go to the song. So that one's a really fun one because 
it's like Johnny plays the drum beat, then Kaylee plays the drum beat, then, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So that is a really good one to do as well. Now, another thing I like to do, if you have a gong in your classroom or you have a really ginormous drum or something else that your kids are always dying to play, I love to welcome my students in and I'll welcome the like, them like this. I'll, as I line them up outside, of course, and before they come in, I'll say, and, and this is for biggers, I don't usually do this with little, so I probably won't do this this year, but... For my big kids, what I would do is I line them up and I say to them, okay, boys and girls, you are going to get to play the, actually, no, it's not the first week. So I, I do this two weeks in a row. So the first week I play the gong and the second week they get to play the gong. So the first week I line them up outside and I say, okay, if you would tell me in your medium loud voice, your name as you're coming in. And I'll be like, at, they say their name and then I'll be like, welcome, welcome Haley. And I play the gong and then Haley gets to go in. Welcome, welcome Rodrigo. And I play the drum, the gong, and then Rodrigo gets to go in. So that is a really fun way to greet your students. Yes, it takes a moment. And I say to them before, and if they're my students for a couple years, they know I mean business. I'll say to them, if you get rowdy, we're not going to be able to do this. And then the next week, and, and they really do take that seriously. And then the next week, we do the same thing. I'll say to them, I'm going to try really hard to remember your name. But if I don't remember your name, if you would just tell me. And then um, we, I welcome them and they get to play the gong. So now they've had a chance to play the gong. They've had a chance to hear the gong. And I get to talk to them about how to play the gong. Plus, I'm remembering their names. I would so love it if you would share your absolute favorite name game with me. Jeanette at storiesthatsing.net. I would be so thankful if you would share your favorite name game. Those are just a few that I love to play with my students. And I always love to, new, to do, and I always love to learn new ones. And I hope that this has been just Now you're now you have so many challenges at the beginning of the school year. Learning names is definitely something tricky, but with lots and lots of practice and I'm telling you I practice with my new students, I practice names for at least a couple of minutes every single week 
for probably the first two months. I've also got a fantastic lesson plan that's coming out in my new resource book, Stories That Sing Too, and T-O-O, and that should be out by the end of September at the very latest, and it's got some great activities for the storybook Your Name is a Song, and that is another activity that I like to do with my students at the beginning of the school year. So we read through the book and we talk about names and we talk about, has anybody ever mispronounced your name? Because the premise of the story is that the little girl's name gets stuck in her teacher's mouth and she is so irritated about it. And the the mom is like, tell your teacher your name is a song. And she, at the end of the story, she sings the, her name to her teacher at the end of the story she sings her name to her teacher and then her teacher figures out how to pronounce it so again singing is really good for the memory so that's another great activity that you can do with your students so many challenges at the beginning of the year let names not be one of them even though it's a big tricky thing for us Practice, practice, practice. That's my recommendation.